Right off the bat here, I want to ask a quick favor before we jump into today's episode. If you could take maybe three minutes to rate and review this podcast, it would truly mean the world to me. With a toddler and a newborn, I am acutely aware of how precious even a spare few minutes is, but I am also aware that it might be hard for you to see how your rating and review could possibly benefit our show. Trust me, it does. We're not in trouble or anything. We're not going anywhere. It's just that the more reviews that we have, the more attractive our podcast is to potential guests that I know you'll love and sponsors to help the show keep going. Your rating and review will actually help us create an even better show for you and our community of listeners. So what do you say? Will you go and leave a review for us? I would be so grateful. Okay, on with the show. Welcome back to Making Good, the podcast for small businesses who want to make a big impact. I'm your host, Lauren Tilden, and this is episode 124. For two years in high school, I worked at Planned Parenthood. I was on what was called the Teen Council, and in short, our job was to educate other high schoolers about sex education, safe practices, contraception, reproductive rights, etc. I remember that as part of this work, I learned all about Roe v. Wade, which was the 1973 decision by the U.S. Supreme Court that ruled that the Constitution protected the right to choose to have an abortion, to have autonomy over our bodies. As part of our training at Planned Parenthood, I remember learning all about Roe v. Wade and just having this feeling that it was so far in the past that pregnant people wouldn't have the autonomy over their own bodies. In 2004 and 2005, as a high schooler learning about Roe v. Wade, I would have never believed that in 2022, Roe v. Wade would be overturned. But here we are, it's 2022, and Roe v. Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court. With this decision from the Supreme Court, millions of Americans immediately lost the right to make this deeply personal choice for themselves. So what does this have to do with small business, you might be wondering? Well, a lot. Small businesses are run by people, and if you're anything like me, when it feels like the world as we know it is on fire, something that has been a reality for the last several years, and certainly it is right now again, it can be really, really hard to maintain your normal level of focus on business. I know for me that the last few days in particular have really thrown me off, and my head hasn't really been in the game when it comes to work. I noticed yesterday that I was really kind of beating myself up about it, feeling like I have so much to do, like I should be saying something. I should be doing something useful, but also that I should be much more focused on work and all the things that I need to do there. But what I realized is that it is 100% normal and human to be affected by what's going on in the world as a business owner, and that we have permission to proceed in whatever way is best for us. If you've been affected by what's going on in the world lately, it's okay to take a break from your business as usual. It's okay to take a couple of steps back to process what's going on, to feel your feelings, and to take care of yourself. It's okay to change your plans and to slow down. This episode is a perfect example of a change of plans. I had a different plan for today's episode, but I decided to pivot and lean into what I'm feeling, which is sadness, rage, and an absolute commitment to being part of change. And then when you're ready, I would encourage you to consider ways that your small business can be a part of the change that you want to see happen, because it can be. So today, in this episode, I'm sharing a few things you can do as a small business owner to make a change. I, of course, always have some ideas of my own, but today I thought I would do something differently. 
On my Instagram stories, I ask for your ideas of ways that small businesses can take action when it feels like the world is on fire. And I loved some of your responses. I noticed four main themes in the responses that I received. And here's the good news. All four of these are things that you can do and implement easily and quickly, but they will make a serious impact. So today I'm going to share four things your small business can do to make the change you want to see in the world. And I'm also going to share about the small business owners who suggested them because you should really check all of these folks out. So theme one that I heard from you is to be conscious about where you spend your money. I believe that we vote with our dollars and thus that where we spend our money really matters. This applies in a big way to your business. And I was so excited to see so many folks responding with this. Here's what a couple of small business owners said on this topic. Miranda of And Arlen said, be conscious about where we buy supplies, aka no Uline. Kim from Bobblebee said, research where your business supplies come from, support companies with aligned values. Paige from Ponderosa Creative said, be aware of who your materials come from. Do the suppliers align with your values? And Irene from Rex made this said, try to ensure that your money isn't supporting harmful policies via supply chain. Example, Uline. You probably noticed that Uline was specifically named by two of these folks, and I'm glad to point this out. Uline is an enormous packaging supply company. They make boxes and all kinds of supplies, and many, many businesses use them. But their founders are considered mega donors to the Republican Party and Republican causes, donating tens of millions of dollars during election cycles. According to an article on CNBC, Uline founder Richard Uline donated $4 million to an anti-abortion super PAC called Women Speak Out during the 2020 election cycle. So if you believe in the right to bodily autonomy and choice, Uline would, would be a company you probably won't want to support with your business funds. Eco and Clothes is a great alternative that makes sustainable packaging supplies, by the way, if you're looking for one. As you look at where you're spending your money, both in terms of supply chain as well as the tools that you use in your business, see where you can find out the values and actions taken by those companies. If you can't find anything publicly, feel free to just reach out and ask them directly. This is a good opportunity to do an audit of the companies you spend your money with. Look at their values and actions and see where you need to make changes to stay aligned with your personal and business values. Speaking of values, the second thing that came up was to donate to causes that align with your values. So the next way your small business can be an agent of change when it comes to the things you believe in and hold close is that you can choose to donate some of your revenue. Let's hear from a couple of small business owners on this topic. Jonathan from Arcady Goods said, have a values-driven mission and invest in it. Give back or donate for every sale. Irene from Rex Made This said, partner with mutual aid and nonprofit organizations in long-term ways, not limited to just money, for small, sustained action. As small businesses without huge revenue numbers, it can be easy to underestimate the impact we can have on the world around us when it comes to donating money, but every small action adds up. For example, my businesses, Good Sheila and Station 7, have an initiative called 5% for Good, where we donate 5% of profits to causes we believe in. The donations are were small in the beginning, but to date we've donated thousands and thousands of dollars. In my membership program, Making Good Happen, we plant a physical tree via onetreeplanted.org for every task that we get done during a co-working session. Since January, we've planted over 300 trees. There are so many different ways to donate. 
and I don't believe there's a right way to do it. If you're interested in implementing a donation element to your business, my advice is not to overthink it. Just jump in. Do what works best for you at where your business is now. You can donate a percentage of sales or profits. You can donate per item sold. You can donate your time, products, or expertise. You can run a specific promotion and donate a portion of sales. You can have specific products or offers that benefit certain causes, etc. There are so many different ways to use your money and resources to make a positive impact. And the important thing is to get started. Third way you can make real change with your small business is to speak up for what you believe in. Paige from Ponderosa Creative said, use your platform. Silence is violence. At the heart of this podcast, Making Good, is a conversation about how small businesses can be forces for good in the world, but you'll notice that we talk a lot about marketing. The reason for that is because I believe doing better marketing is one of the most direct paths to growing a business that can make a bigger and bigger impact. And one of the best things about getting good at marketing is that we can use those skills and knowledge to communicate, not only spreading the word about our businesses, but spreading the word about things we believe in. To say that another way, as business owners, we can not only market our businesses and our products, but we can essentially market the values and causes that we believe in the most. Tell your audience where you stand and why. Educate them about why it matters. Inspire them to take action. No matter how large or small your platform is, you have the opportunity to reach people and communicate what matters to you and why. And like Paige, I do believe that we have a responsibility to use our platforms and our ability to reach people for good. I often find myself wanting to find the perfect thing to say or worrying that I might get it wrong. And so I just want to say that in case you relate to it. There's not one right way to go about speaking up. It's also okay if you need to take a little bit to gather your thoughts and process what's happening before you speak up. But don't wait until you feel like you have the perfect thing to say. The important thing is to say something. The fourth suggestion here is about empowering and paying your employees to get involved. I love these ideas about how we can empower ourselves and our employees or team members to get involved in advocating and making change. Irene from Rex Made This had a couple of awesome things to say on this. She said, let your employees get paid to vote for part of their shift if they're working on election day. She also said, allow and encourage employees to attend local government meetings, rallies, and protests or nonprofit events on the job. These are both such great suggestions, and the second one in particular was a big light bulb moment for me. So personally, Irene, I want to thank you so much for that one. As small businesses who pay people to work for us, we can pay for their time if they wish to do things like voting, volunteering, advocacy, etc. Let's not make our team members have to choose between making money they need and speaking up or advocating for what matters to them. Ask yourself and your team what kind of advocacy they'd like to be doing when it comes to the causes that your company is aligned with, and then find ways to remove barriers for your team to do those things. Maybe it means they work remotely so that they can do other things. Maybe you pay while they attend protests or rallies or meetings. Whatever we can do to make it easier for our community to get active and participate, the better. So there you have four ways your small business can make a difference when it comes to the causes you care most about. Huge, huge thanks to the business owners who provided such incredible ideas for this episode. I'm going to link all of them and their businesses and Instagram accounts in the show notes for this episode, but let me just give you the cliff notes here. And Arlen is a durable, high-quality, size-inclusive jewelry business based in Seattle. You can find Miranda and And Arlen at and.arlen on Instagram 
or andarlen.com. Bobble Bee makes bright, fun, handmade accessories for humans and pets and is based in Texas. You can find Kim and Bobble Bee at bobblebeeco on Instagram or bobblebeeco.com. Ponderosa Creative makes modern folk statement pieces, accessories, and apparel, as well as craft supplies, and is based in Olympia, Washington. You can find Paige and Ponderosa Creative at Ponderosa Creative on Instagram or ponderosacreative.com. Arcady Goods makes sustainable books and paper goods and is based in Tacoma, Washington. You can find Jonathan and Arcady Goods at Arcady Goods on Instagram or arcadygoods.shop. And finally, Rex Made This makes quirky illustrated apparel, accessories, home goods, fabric, and wallpaper, and is based in the Seattle area. You can find Irene and Rex Made This at Rex Made This on Instagram or RexMadeThis.com. Okay, so that is what I have for you today. You can find all the notes from this episode in the show notes at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 124. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful for your support. Here are three ways that you can give back to making good. Number one, I would love for you to leave a rating and review in your favorite podcast player. Number two, if you have a friend you think would enjoy the podcast, send them the link. And number three, take a screenshot of your podcast player while you're listening to the episode and tag me on social media at Lauren Tilden. I would love to cheer you on. Thank you for being here and for focusing on making a difference with your small business. Talk to you next.